you know all the things that you need to know in whatever business that you're in, that will set you apart over anything. The impersonable will set you apart. Tammy Napoli is the owner of Skin Health Studios, a med spa located in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Tammy began her skincare health education journey in her 20s when she was struggling with acne and melasma. And today she has a booming business making women and men feel even better in their skin. Coming up, how Tammy created a new revenue stream when she couldn't treat people in person. The shocking situation that impacted Tammy's business. You'll hear about the process of starting a low cost but high impact skincare company. And finally, learn about the craziest thing that has happened to Tammy in her business. This is the Entrepreneurista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters. No limits. And plenty of surprises. So many of us have ideas for businesses, but we often don't start them because we either don't know where to start or we feel like we have to have everything figured out before we start. And after mentoring so many women over the years, I've always shared the advice to just get started. So we've created a new segment on our show in partnership with Square for you to hear all of the actionable steps that founders took when they were ready to turn their idea into a business so you can see that it's possible for you too to just get started. Tammy, I am so excited to hear your entire entrepreneurista founder journey and story. But I want to hear about that moment when you knew you were ready to take that first step and you just had to get started with your business. What was that moment? Yeah, so I was actually watching a show on its Sunday morning show. And it was an inspiration, the girl that started the dry bar, how she was working out of her trunk and just all the steps that she went through to get to where she is today. And I was like, wow, wow, I can do this. I'm going to do this. So I sat down, I did more research on her and different businesses in my industry. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. Let me write a business plan. How do you write a business plan? Let me Google. So I Googled how to write a business plan. And from there, just ideas kept rolling, rolling, rolling. And I had the emotional support from my family, financial support, and the clientele to handle the journey that I was about to go on. And so I was ready. I knew it. What were you doing at the time before you started your business? So I was working for a plastic surgeon. And I worked for a plastic surgeon all of my career. That was my goal out of esthetician school. I wanted to be medical and that's what I did. What was the most difficult moment when you decided, okay, I'm going to take that leap. I'm going to start. What were some of the challenges that you encountered when you first started? Oh, so many. Do we have time? Oh, we have all the time right now. This is, uh, everyone's listening to learn from you, Tammy. <laughs> so I decided to go as a solo esthetician right before COVID happened. Okay. And so I bought all the equipment found a space, 
and was open for a little bit. And then COVID hit. It was kind of back and forth for a few weeks because we just weren't quite sure what was going on. But then when it shut down, shut down, I was like, okay, what do I do now? Because everything that I do is in person. I was familiar with virtual consultations. I think that it was just kind of starting to surface a little bit. So that's what I did. I said, I'm going to go on to Instagram. I'm going to build my Instagram, offer virtual consultations, and send skincare to their doorstep, coach them through the process on what to use, how to use, when to use, if they needed tweaking or changing in their ritual. And so that was my pivot for COVID. Once we came back, I had a medical director, the plastic surgeon that I worked for my entire career. She was slowing things down a bit and only wanted to work a couple of days a week, but also didn't want to let me go. So she said, let's partner up. You can have your business, do what you do. I'll be your medical director. I I can still use you for things that I need on my side. It's a win-win. So we did that. And not too long after we did that, she passed away suddenly. Oh, my gosh. So that was a huge shocker, devastation, because she started as my employer, became my mentor, became my friend, became my business partner. And... We didn't have a plan. We did not have a plan. If one of us passes, what happens? So that was very challenging. So what did you do? How did you figure out without having this plan? Something that we always talk about with entrepreneurs is, especially if you're going into business with someone, you, you want to have an operating agreement and get all this set up in case something like this happens, but not having it in place. What did you do in that moment? So there was another plastic surgeon in the building that we were in, and she took over for a little bit to be my medical director until we could figure out what exactly we should do. And then, well, my husband had already moved to Florida, but I was not coming because I had this business. We were just going to go back and forth for a while. So at that point, I was like, okay, let me start just slowing things down here figuring this out, calling the people and letting everyone know, emailing. So I kind of needed some time. It was a huge blow. I came here to Florida, stayed a couple of weeks, collected my thoughts, and went back, worked some more with the thought that I'm going to move here full time. Turn my business in New Orleans into a concierge business. And just go to my clients' homes. And I'm still doing that. This was two years ago. Maybe a little less than two years. But uh, I came here. Still didn't know what I was going to do. I I didn't really want to have a business here yet. I did not know a single soul. But I loved it here. Fell in love with everything about Palm Beach. I would say I was going back and forth for about four months to New Orleans. And then... I decided to open up a place here. So I did. I rented a room from a girl inside of her place and just started building my clientele. Slowly but surely, I did marketing, Instagram. I joined Entrepreneistas. As soon as I saw the ad come up on my Instagram one day, I clicked it, read all about it. New ladies were amazing. I'm like, I want to be like them. I need to put myself around women like them. So I joined the group, 
I've made some incredible connections. Your league really has grown my business tremendously. And so much, so much more has happened. I think that this is my year for sure. <laughs> but there was a lot of bumps in the road. Those were the two major blows, COVID and then losing my friend. It seems like when you first had this idea to get started, you're on this cloud nine, you're ready to take the leap and go. And it sounds like it was one thing after another, another bump and long, hard bumps and pivots and challenges and changes. What was that mindset or motivation that kept you going during those really hard moments? Oh, well, there were times I feel like I mentally fell off the rails, to be honest. I can't say that it was always great and glorious, but it was really just my mindset. So I joined the RTK Inner Circle, which I don't know if you know what that is, but it's Girl Talk Kim. She has Bible studies weekly. So I really just dug my feet into the sand there. And then I uh, would read books. I read the books by Jamie Lima, Believe It. Mm -hmm. That was very inspirational. I read the book So Long Insecurity by Beth Moore, Asking is Given by Jerry Hicks. I did daily affirmations and meditations and put myself with other women that have been through things like similar to what I was going through or just been through crazy things in their business. And I got some great feedback and advice from a lot of strong, um, successful women. I think that definitely helped as well. And staying focused, just put your head down, stay grinding, but it's definitely a daily process. Oh, absolutely. And can so relate. It sounds like, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people and like-minded people who have the same passion and vision as you joining communities and listening to podcasts and reading books and stories of other women who've done it. And look, it's why we started this platform and this podcast to share these stories. And Jamie, who you mentioned, and also Ali Webb, they've been on this podcast sharing their stories because they, they're so inspirational. And it's amazing what all entrepreneurs are able to do when you just take that leap and, and just start and you learn from others. And that's why we're all here. So I have a few questions for, for you about some of like the tactical steps and tools that you started using when you first got started and launched your business. I know, you know, obviously you have a, a physical location. You also sell things online as well. But what tools did you start using in your business that you have found to be really helpful? So I am terrible with technology. Let me start with that. I know friends were using Square. So I looked into that. I looked into other platforms too, but Square seemed to be the easiest for someone like me who has been just terrible with it. It was so user-friendly. Everything was kind of automatically set up. You just plug in a couple of things and it, it does everything. It integrates with QuickBooks. And that was another thing that scared me to death. I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know anything about any of this. It contacts your clients. It emails, it texts, it's easy to swipe. You can even tap on your phone. So if I, my internet is down, I can pull up my phone, plug in, you know, whatever I need to charge and just tap it and it's done. And that actually happened when I was there, when I came in to have a facial with you and the internet was down. And that's actually when I was like, oh, you use Square too. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, I couldn't run my business without that for sure. And it's so easy. And it even runs reports. Like if, 
at the end of the year, when I have to send everything off to my CPA, there's reports there. There's the reports in QuickBooks. It's just, it's a no brainer for me. I love it. Absolutely. Finding these tools and solutions like Square and QuickBooks. Are there other solutions that you've, or tools that you tend to use in your business that have been really helpful? I know you mentioned Instagram and we're going to get into that in just a moment because I want to hear all about your marketing strategy because I love seeing your content. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So Instagram, Shopify, Canva, all my graphics and stuff come from Canva, Kajabi, They have a funnel in Kajabi that I use their system. And there's also a Flowdesk. I love that one. There's so many. There's so many great tools now for founders that are thinking of starting businesses. And, you know, 10 plus years ago, actually 11 years ago today, recording this episode is when we officially launched our first business. And there weren't all of these platforms like there are now. I mean, there were some, but it's never been easier to start a business if you have an idea to start a business because so many of these really great tools exist. If you have an idea, you can literally decide today, I just want to start something. And a lot of these tools, a lot of them are free when you first get started. So it's definitely super helpful to hear about some of the technology and tools that are are helping you grow your business. Yeah, even Square is free as you know, so that was a big plus for me starting a business. And then of course you can upgrade later. And I did. Lots of great free tools. And again, like once you start scaling and have the volume, then it costs money to use some of these platforms. But in the beginning, like you can set up all these integrations and just start. So I love that you shared that, Tammy. And thank you for just sharing how hard it was when you just started, but all the resources that you surrounded yourself with to keep going. Up next how to market your business without spending a lot of money. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. If you are thinking about switching over to Square or you're looking to just get started with it, you will receive 20% off your first Square device. You can head over to the link in our show notes of this episode to sign up today. I want to talk about your marketing strategy because you are, I would say, an amazing content creator and whiz on Instagram. And I have seen, you know, just the content you create and the, you know, audience that you have. What tips do you have for business owners who are looking to build their business brand and their personal brand on social media? And what's worked really well for you? So I really just started posting what I know about skin care, skin health. Um, I needed something to stand out from the crowd. And so I went to Canva and I would create different posts and just put information on there. Everything that I know and learn, and I just throw it out there, whether it's for my pregnant ladies, what to use, what not to use. So Canva is very instrumental for me there. And I chose that because again, technology is not my, my best, (laughs) my best friend. So it's easy to use. And I think that to set yourself apart in any business, you really do need to show that you have the authority in that realm, right? You know, all the things that you need to know in whatever business that you're in, that will set you apart over anything. The impersonable will set you apart. Any other tips on social media? So something I hear, something I hear a lot. And actually for me, this is something that's definitely challenging for me. So uh, 
the time to be able to take the time to create the content personally when it's like your own personal brand and also like speaking directly to camera. I know a lot of people for me think like, oh, Stephanie, you have a podcast and you're always speaking in front of people. It must be so easy to just get on camera and get on Instagram and talk to camera. Like I find it very hard to do. You are so great at it. Do you have tips? Do you like doing it? Like what are the... What helps you? <laughs> so I think if you saw my earlier videos, you would see I was very nervous. It gets better with time. But I think the moment that I was like, I don't even care. I don't care what I look like. Because, you know, I'll come on camera with no makeup on. I would not have done that years ago. I just kind of let go. And I'm like, this is me. I have to be raw and real. And once I got to that kind of, you know how they say when you get older, you just don't care. You say whatever, you do whatever. I feel like that's that's where I'm. So I'll be 47 this year. And I'm just like, you know what? I am me. I just so come into that mindset. Be yourself. People are gonna love you. Be kind. Show that on camera. It makes it easier. Do you set time to create content and make sure that you're posting? How do you prioritize content? Yeah, so that's where I was going to go next. I forgot the other app that I use that I love, Planoly. So I set time apart weekly and I have two hours a week. And I'm like, this is my content. I upload it to Planoly. Planoly puts it in Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And it makes it so easy. So now all I have to worry about are my stories. And those are just kind of random as I'm going throughout the day anyway. So that's not too hard. But Planoly changed my life. Great tool for sure. For those who are not familiar with Planoly, can you describe a little bit about how that platform works? Yeah. So just upload all of your content in there. And it also allows you to play around with it. You can move your squares. You can notice on my Instagram, I'll have either a picture or a reel one of my graphic designs, and then another picture or reel. And then it's just every other. So it all looks nice and neat. And Planoly allows you to play with that and make sure that you're getting the colors where you want them. So I'm not posting two pink images right next to each other. Love that. You can preset your hashtags. You can add them. It will automatically add those hashtags into your first comment after your post. You can also put your zip code in there, your area that automatically posts. You can pick the day, time that it's posting, where it's posting. If you don't want something to post to Twitter, you just slide the bar and it doesn't, that one won't go in there. And it's relatively yeah. inexpensive as well. Absolutely. Do you have other freelancers or agencies or people that work with you in or on the business right now? I do. I have a VA that I can't live without. She's actually local as well. So I love that. And I have another girl who's in Oregon. She actually, I've known her for years and she helped me with my website and um, some of my branding. She's awesome. Wild and Creative is her name. And so those are my two, my two backbones, I would say, that help me out with things when I need them. Something I see come up very often in our entrepreneurially community is that our members are looking for VAs because as business owners, 
we tend to try to do absolutely everything in the business until we can't do certain things anymore and it doesn't make sense to be spending our time there. And then we look for someone to be able to outsource that work to. And I think the challenging part as business owners is like, we want to do as much as possible and be scrappy and not spend money if we don't need to. But on the flip side, if we don't outsource the things that can be done by a VA, so our time can be spent doing things that are higher level or you know higher revenue generating, we can really stop the traction in our business if we're trying to do absolutely everything. At what point in your business did you realize that you needed to bring on a VA. And can you talk to me about like what some of her responsibilities are and what, because you said, I can't live without her. So what is, what is she doing? And advice you can share for founders that are feeling like they're doing absolutely everything and need to, to bring on that, that extra hand to help. Yeah. So I think that it was probably mid last year. I was building the business here in Florida still going back home to New Orleans to work. Also, I had my elevated esthetician program where I was teaching online to other SDs. I was shipping skincare out still to the, you know, a lot of clientele. It was just way too much. I was drowning. And that's when I I said, I have to find a VA. Someone said to look uh, somewhere out of the country. And I did look into that. I was like, you know what? The time zone issue, I just can't deal with. I really need to find someone local. And I found her through the girl that does my hair. So that was a huge blessing. So we met on Zoom. She's so cute. She's very young, so sweet, and so good with technology, which is what I needed. And so at the end of last year, I put together the plan. I said, this is the year I want to be on the platform. I need to do TikTok. I need to do Pinterest. I need to do YouTube. All the platforms help. You do that for me because I don't have the time and I honestly just don't want to. It's just too much. And so she's really just taken over that. Also helped me open my Amazon store. What else has she done? A bunch of back-end stuff, you know, like with my memberships and my business, things that I couldn't figure out. Like when they book with me, and they buy a microneedling package, how to pull that out of each booking. I couldn't figure it out for anything. So things like that, she's amazing at. And I can email her sometimes late at night when I'm just out thinking and working. And a lot of times she emails me back and I'm like, what are you doing? She works all the time. I love it. I love that. So find yourself a great VA who can do all the things that you either can't figure out how to do and that's okay, or the things you shouldn't be spending your time doing. And you found your VA by someone else that you knew and putting it out there and sharing what you were looking for and getting connected to someone. And I think that's so important that when we do need things to always share with other people what we're looking for, because people know people and are willing to to help. And I'm so glad you you found someone. Is she coming to uh, the Entrepreneurista event? <laughs> You know, I hope that she can. I did mention it to her, so we will see. But yes, you should definitely meet her. And I'm happy to pass her number along because she is new. She just started full-time in February before she was doing it part-time. So I think she's open to getting more business. Awesome, awesome. Coming up, why a social media presence is the first step in building your business. So you have a few different 
revenue streams in your business. You have your brick and mortar location. You mentioned the online business, also your classes and courses. Can you talk to me about each line of your business and did you launch them all at once or was it a phased approach to, to building? It was definitely a phased approach. So like I said, I was, you know, in the plastic surgeon's office, then online, then back in the office. But also the other thing when during COVID, I kept hearing about digital offers and digital teaching. And so I actually took a course of six months, six month course that taught me how I could translate that into skincare. And that's how I came up with the elevated esthetician was, was doing that. So when I moved to Florida, I guess first step was open for brick and mortar while still selling online, teaching online. And then from there, that opened up in-person training. So I had people, they took the online course, or we want to come train with you in-person. We need hands-on. So then I opened that up. Then it turned into consulting because I had SDs that were ready to go solo and do what I was doing. And I was like, okay, I can show you the framework. So that that was that. And then from there, I don't know if I mentioned this to you yet, because it's really just now coming into fruition. But I started My Glow Skincare, and I've worked on that for probably four years. It takes a very long time to get formulas right and be exactly what I want it to be because I'm very picky. So I, for the last few years, on top of all of those things, was working on a skincare line that was medical grade and that was also affordable. For my clients. So started branding that. I came out with just a few products. There was a facial scrub, a um, the acne pads. There was a couple of other little things just to fill in. There was a toner because a lot of skincare lines didn't have a toner. So I started with those things and then it would grow from there and grow from there. Then what I found in teaching my estheticians was that they were having some of the problems that I had when I first started being to open some of the skincare lines with the bigger skincare brands. I don't know if I can mention, can I say names of those? Sure. It's Skin Better, CEO, you know, some of my favorites, Jan Marini. You have to come in with at least three to $5,000 to open these accounts. And as a solo SDNU business, you know, owner, that's a lot of money, especially when you yeah. want all of them. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, so when I realized they were having that same issue, I said, you know what? I'm going to rebrand my glow again because I had skin health studios on the packaging. I'm rebranding. I'm taking that off and I'm going to just make it my glow and offer it to my estheticians at a low cost and also at a low minimum. So they only have to buy six of any product per order. That's it. So if it's, you know, $20 a piece, they're in there for $120. That's, that's nothing. And so that's really grown. I got my first order from a med spa just a couple of weeks ago, and it was a big wow. order. And I'm like, this is my year. This is all the work, all the, the hard times that I've had the last couple of years. It's finally, you know, smoothed out. It's happening, but it's work. 
Oh, that's amazing. And yes, it's definitely all work. And you reminded me, I have another med spa owner. I have to connect you with Lauren. So remind me tonight when I see you that I have to connect you with her. So what was your process for figuring out how to manufacture products? Well, again, I went back to Google. I love Google and was researching things like, where do you go? How do you do it? Tons of things popped up, tons of companies that had pre-made formulas and you just throw your name on it. And I looked into some of that. I would place orders, try it, didn't love a lot of things. Then I put it on the back burner for a little while because COVID. <laughs> and then I even looked overseas, Korea, Japan. There were some companies over there. I ordered some things, loved a few things, did get some things from there. My collagen eye patches came from over there and loved them. Finally, after testing, probably six or seven places in the labs in the U.S., I landed two and started working with the people there on creating what I wanted. And there we are. I have an entire skincare line. <laughs> That's incredible. And years in the making, but worth the wait. And sounds like the strategy you have now, no one is is doing it. So I don't think they are. And it's kind of a an easy filter for me because my students, like I said, a lot of them are wanting to go on their own anyway. So it is. Take my skincare. When you, you know, listen to your community and your customers and your audience and you see what those needs are and you can create for them, it's a definitely a, a great way to to build a business. Tammy, I want to hear though, what is the craziest thing that has ever happened to you since building your business? Oh man. Okay. So this is going to have to do with an actual client. And this stands out to me the most because I was truly just taken back by this. Um, let me start here. When you do laser procedures like laser resurfacing um, or anything that puts heat to the face that can cause any kind of inflammation, we ask on the intake, are you prone to cold sores, fever blisters? Well, I had client um, that said no, they were not. So I not only did some resurfacing on her face, I also did vaginal rejuvenation with a laser. Well, she did have herpes and she did have a breakout and she said that I gave her herpes and I was like, Oh my gosh, that is impossible. There is no way. Um, I freaked out. I went to my doctor. She was still there at the time. And I was like, I don't know how to handle this. I've never dealt with this. Typically people say, yes, I do have breakouts and we'll give them some Valtrex to take a few days before the procedure. So it doesn't go crazy. And so that was one of the things that I think I will never forget because I was petrified. Sure, like, of course. Oh, no, what do I do with this? Um, and my doctor was great. She came in, she explained to her everything, like this is not have you ever, ever been diagnosed with and she's like, Yeah, but it was twenty years ago and this I've never had a, a breakout. So that's why I thought she gave it to me and she calmed down after the doctor came in and Oh, Oh my gosh, that is terrifying. And especially being in the business that you're in and it's people's body and health and anything could happen. That must have been 
traumatizing. It was. And it was bad because she blistered all over her face and all over, you know, her vagina area. And I had never seen anything like that or encountered anything like that because we prophylactically gave bowel tracts if when they told us that. So that I will never forget that experience. <laughs> well, what are you most proud of that's happened to you since starting your business? Um, right now, I think it's the fact that I finally have my skincare line because it's been four years in the making and and I'm finally here. Like everything's finally coming together. I'm now across all of the platforms that I set out to do, all of my goals so far that I set at the end of last year. We're here. We're doing it. That's amazing. What did you do in your business and in your personal life to make sure that the goals that you set and the vision that you sent last year would actually become a reality? Are there certain steps that you took or time blocking? Like, how did you make it all happen? There was a couple of things. So I wrote everything down. I wrote a letter to myself and I started doing that two years ago. And then I have a date in December that I pull those letters out. And when I did it last year, there were some things that I missed. I didn't hit the target. And I was like, okay, so we start on that first. Let's do that. So my new letter, I'm writing things out. I also made a box and started putting everything in there. Like, this is everything that's going to happen. This is coming my way this year. Just checklist every day. Like, this is staying on top of it. You have to stay on top of everything every single day. If I let it go, it's just not going to happen. So I think the growth, that's my chat. That's my challenge daily, but that's also my goal daily. Like you've got to just keep growing, put your head down and keep it moving. It's kind of like, so this is what I think when I'm going through something crazy. I think about when we're driving in a car and we're, all of a sudden a rainstorm comes, right? If you pull over, you stay stuck in that storm, right? So I'm telling myself, don't pull over. Keep going. Just keep moving. Whatever it is, even if I have to have a cry moment, I allow myself 15 minutes. So I have a 15 minute rule. That 15 minutes, you cry about it, you pray about it, you scream, you run, whatever you got to do, get out of your system, keep it going. (laughs) I love it. I say it all the time. Just keep going. Tammy, what do you know now today that you wish you knew when you first started the business a few years ago? So when I first started, I thought that I had to market everywhere and I would reach out to all these different companies and they all had a great pitch like, oh yeah, we're going to get you this, 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 and this. And I picked the wrong companies. So I wouldn't do that again. I would, I would tell anyone starting your business. You know, I'm sure there's there are great ones out there. It just didn't work for me. And I spent a lot of money on things that didn't work. So that was a big learning lesson. And I wouldn't do that again. I think networking has been the best tool for me. Getting on camera and talking, getting on Instagram, Facebook, just me showing my personality, connecting with people, hands down, been, been the best thing for me. So... Love that. Thank you for sharing that, Tammy. Final question for you. What does being an entrepreneurista mean to you? So being an entrepreneurista means that you are growing not only in your business, but you're growing with other women 
that have been through some of the same things or are going through some of the same things. And I think that it means integrity for me. And I think that, I think just being, having a comprehensive understanding of ethical practices and, uh, and integrity, being personable, all that to me means being an entrepreneur and just get out there and doing the thing. Yes, I love it. Tammy, thank you so much for sharing your journey, story, all of your learning lessons, business tools, crazy times, hard times, good and bad, and so excited for your skincare launch. And we will definitely be linking out to everything below. Where can everyone find you, follow you for those that are interested in booking an appointment with you or buying your skincare line, where should they head over to do so? And we will link out to everything in the show notes. Perfect. So my website is skinhealthstudios.co. My Instagram is at glamtam underscore. And then there's also my glow skincare. That's we're creating content in four weeks for that. I only have one post right now, but it's at my glow skincare on Instagram. And you'll see that grow very, very soon. Other than that, they can also call me. And my phone number is 561-510-3322. Any of those ways. They can text me, call me. Um, I'm happy to, to help and be there in any of those platforms. <laughs> Amazing. Again, we're linking out to everything in the show notes. So uh, head over, tap the show notes right now and you can link out to Tammy and definitely follow her on Instagram. You'll get all of the great skincare tips that that Tammy shares and I, I love them. So thank you, Tammy, for all that you do. And again, for sharing your, your journey and story. I'm Stephanie, and this is the best business meeting I've ever had. Hey, thanks for listening and leaving us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to stay in touch with each of you. You can listen to all of our latest episodes at entreprenista.com and connect with us on Instagram at entreprenistas. We'd also love to invite you to join the Entreprenista League, our private membership community for trailblazing women. You can head over to entreprenista.com forward slash the league. We'll see you there. Wishing you a productive week ahead.